You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Believe After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Believe After Show. <laughs> I can read. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's not what I want to talk about, though. <laughs> we want to talk about Believe. Yes. And they gave us something to talk about tonight. Hello, everybody. You are here with me, Courtney Henderson, your host for the Believe After Show. We are rounding out the season, and I have my lovely co-host with me tonight. Hi, guys. I'm Kate Aquilano. What's going on, guys? Bobby DeMuro. Thank you guys so much for joining me, and thank you for watching. We also have our Studley, uh, as per usual, because he's our what mascot. would we do without him? He's, I mean, it just wouldn't be right. He's not on the couch today, though. He's not. Well, we don't have a couch in the studio. Yeah, that's true. He's like in the attention up here. Yeah. I think so. He's, trust me, he's fine. He's between <laughs> the girls. Maybe, are you bitter? That's true. No, listen, any any guy between you two is a lucky man. That's what I'm saying. So exactly. you're a little bitter that it's Studley and not you. <laughs> Yes, I am. Okay. All right. Well, let's get to it. <laughs> the first thing that we should talk about tonight, which is our season one, episode 11, Revelation is the name of it tonight. We're going to talk about the biggest thing that happened. Bo and Scorus meet. Uh, I, like, I don't even know where to start. Just Bo wanted to end this. She's tired of running. So she actually says to Tate, I want to do this. This is a great idea. What do you think? And he says it's a beautiful idea. Well, let's let's start even one before that. The very, very, very first scene, which was quick, was Bo's first vision when she was dreaming, and her vision was of Tate pushing her on the swing, mm-hmm. which was, was sweet. Then it gets and crazy. then it gets into Scurrus, which we know is a bad guy for Bo, and it's a negative thing. It was Winter pushing her on the swing. No, no, it it's, started in Tate, and, and then, then it progressed. Scurrus. Oh, and then it went then to Scurrus, and then Winter, and that's where it was. Is once we, when we learn what happens at the end of the episode, we understand what that vision means yep. because Winter wasn't protective in that vision like he usually is protective of Bo. He was a little aggressive, and he kind of pushes her away on the swing and the thing. And at the time, I didn't think anything of it, but seeing the rest of the episode. Now I get how significant that is. Right. It was a very freak. It really freaked me out, this nightmare. Her, you know, we're always used to this, like, flash of hers before every episode to kind of, like, give you the in, what's going to happen. And when she turns around and sees scores, I'm, like, literally, like, kind of was like, oh, my God, what's going to happen? Because, like you said, it's never a good thing when scores is a bit Ever. Is yeah. Although, I must say, I was... I, it was one of those, so, you know, so they meet, you know, Tate and her go, they find a very good way to kind of be unsuspecting as to why, like, what they're doing, you know, because Milton is dealing with Channing, which Mm -hmm. we'll talk about, but, you know, they're sort of on their own, and Tate's very good about just kind of saying, look, Bo can't be there right now, so we're just kind of out laying low, ha ha, hardly laying low. (laughs) At first, I was like, okay, this could be good, but did they really think about this? I mean, Scores has been chasing them, have, like, this whole season. Let's just 
go and talk. Like, that's going to end this. Like, well, one uh, conversation is going to put a stop to all I, of this. I liked it, though, because the one downfall to me for Believe the entire season, last episode aside, which we agree was pretty yeah, bad. So but, which but, is totally made up for. It. Yes, exactly. Redeems. But the one downfall to Believe consistently this year was the repetition. Winter never knows what to do. They're always running safe house to safe house. They're always running away from scores. Bo is always saving somebody. Look at how much we've talked about the same thing every mm-hmm. single week. So at least this week, Bo finally decides to turn the tables. Dumb move to do it? Yes, absolutely. See, I don't think it was a dumb but, move. I think the execution of the idea was what was dumb. Well, they prove that they are not big planners. They're usually <laughs> just like, oh, idea, let's go, and not think of the consequences. <laughs> right. But, I mean, it was interesting to see the encounter between well, the two. Well, but it also, I mean, it had to happen, especially because, again, we see at the end of the episode, Scorus asking for help mm-hmm. from Milton, you know, from Winter. And so she she had to go get that information from Scorus to be able to go confront Milton, to be able to go... I don't know why I'm calling him Milton. I mean, I know you're on a first name basis with (laughs) Winner these days. Moving up in the world, (laughs) it only took 11 episodes. Well, good because you might not see him next episode because of what happened. So I'm glad you're calling him by a first name now. Well, now you just yeah, don't. Why'd you do that? I'm just. I'm not saying. I'm not saying he's gonna die. I'm just saying that you know, Bo. I feel like he's at the end, but he's gonna be in the season finale because Forrest needs him. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Heck yeah. So anyway, so. So Tate and Bo go, and I love the scene where she's like, well, we can't just go, you know, if it's this fancy gala, gala, however you want to say it. And so they go shopping, but I'm like, dude, Tate, you you zip up the pants before you come out of the dressing room. (laughs) He's rough around the edges. Like, cut him some slack. Like, guys, as guys, we are rough around the edges. I thought... (laughs) We won't get into that conversation, <laughs> but I she thought agrees it was, with me. <laughs> I thought it was a really cute scene. Like you know, Bo's like, "I've never worn a dress before," and she comes out, and he kind of goes silent and like a little teary eyed, and he's like, "You look beautiful. You look like your mom." But in the back of my mind, I'm like, "Who's paying for these clothes?" I feel like they're struggling to right? eat on the run, and yet they're buying like a suit and tie and this like cute little dress. I I, I just took that it was vintage. I thought it was vintage clothing. Do you know how expensive vintage clothing is? Well, it depends. Clothing is in this town. In this town, not in Philadelphia, and it depends right. where you get it. So maybe, it, and maybe you, you know it's cash economy because they're not having credit cards. Nobody can trace them. So maybe right. winter, maybe winter's dealing drugs on the side. He's just got. <laughs> oh, cash. Please. No, I think he has a lot Winter's of money had some drugs to give to Channing, though, so let's not put that past <laughs> Let's him. not put that past him. Right, I know, Winter's, Winter's got some kind of, I don't know how they're financing He it, may but, not be all there when it comes to the planning and executing of these plans because there aren't good plans, but he is not a drug pusher. <laughs> Let we'll the see. record show. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> we will see. Oh, my God. You too. I can't even handle it. I need Sudley over here with me to keep me safe. That's like a common theme of our after show is the two who are off the lead host gang up on the lead host. Just whatever All the it time. is. No. Just constantly. I don't want a lead host anymore. <laughs> well, before we continue, I want to stop and talk about something very near and dear to my heart, something that I think everybody at After Buzz and everybody at home should look into and appreciate our founder, Maria Menunos actually just came out with her second book. It actually hits stores tomorrow, June 3rd. It's called Maria Menunos's The Every Girl's Guide to Diet and Fitness. Uh, it's a follow-up to her first book, and it talks about how she lost 40 pounds and kept it off. And we're going to show you a little clip about it right now from Maria. Hey guys, Maria Menunos here, and I want to share my newest book, The Every Girl's Guide to Diet and Fitness with you. 
Basically, every woman always stops me and asks me how I lost 40 pounds. So I decided to put it all in one book. Everything I did to lose 40 pounds step by step and how you can too is in here. I did it with no time, no money, and no willpower. And now I'm going to show you how to do it too. You can pre-order it on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Target, Walmart, wherever books are sold. And it's out June 3rd. So I hope you guys love it. I hope it helps you in your weight loss journey. And please, please tweet me and update me on your progress at Maria Menounos. Thanks. All right. That is just a little tidbit about the book. There's lots of photos. There's little tips on all the pages. So there's a lot of great stuff in here. So you can pick it up in stores tomorrow. So go check that out. And in the meantime, before we can go pick up the book, we can finish talking about Mm -hmm. Believe. So let's go back into, let's go, I want to go into the penthouse. I want to go just right into the meeting of, of them and talk about you know, those first words, that first, like, look at each other. Because we already know she was scared. You know, they, they're at the conference. Well, let's talk about the conference real fast because something huge happens at the conference where Tate wants to tell Bo that he loves her. Uh, oh, my gosh, yes! Uh, was, thank you! You guys, like, slapped my wrist for, like, forgetting. Oh, well, seriously, that's why we're, such, now you know why we're ganging this, up this on is you. This like, such a cute scene. Yes. And Tate, and so Tate tells Bo. He still didn't say it. Well, he didn't say it. I'm so mad he, he didn't it. repeat he it, it though. No, I know, but like she, re- well, he's like, I could read your mind. Like I know you love me, but at least say the three words. But hang on, Bo didn't say them either because she had to come but back she, to him later and say, "Oh, hey, by the way, I love you too." I didn't say it back. My bad. Yeah, so, but he didn't say it. He didn't. She didn't have anything yeah. to say. I love you too. What back. do you think the series finale's for next week? All right, it's going to be a whole love fest. Don't you know they're not doing anything dramatic? They're going to the beach. That's oh. what the last thing is. They're it's just going to be gonna, like, Tate Spoiler alert. What were you like background on the that's, episode? Yeah, that's my prediction. Oh, we're not in prediction, <laughs> so you can't predict that. I know. I'm kidding. But no, that, that's huge for them. And it's cute how Tate forgets that like, oh, right, you can read minds. I, um, I, I actually, for the first time, kind of loved how he's like, we need you see that badge? We need the badge. Go do your thing. I like, it. I don't usually like when he's like, like, go work miracles, little one, you know? But this one, of course, is, like, for their best interest. And this is because this is a plan that Bo wanted mm-hmm. that that she is just kind of going on her own with, and Tate is just 100% supportive. He did not question it at all yeah. from the start. This is the first time we're seeing him just kind of, like, yeah, he- support her plan. And this is the scariest and probably dumbest plan to just sort of, like not second guess yeah he always fights back whenever she wants to help someone he's always like no we have to think about ourselves and this is a situation where they need to think about themselves the most which maybe maybe that's why let's go ahead because there's no one else at stake you know and he's like let's think about ourselves and she wants to go put an end to this and so in his mind he's like okay well if this means not running I'm in and I mean the whole I love you exchange they want to be a family and to be a regular family they have to put an end to this running and constant chasing well like you said the repetition I mean obviously they're fictitious characters but they you get sick of that like that lifestyle isn't a lifestyle and it's there's no end to it and they're just losing people and it's getting more and more dangerous so I I mean I guess I kind of agree with Bo in the sense that it's like that's really the only thing that can happen in order to have any hope of the life that we want, the family life and the right. normal sort of more anonymous life. Uh, you know, so they go to the conference, they get the badge. I love the way they got the badge. And then they get in and they're starting to, you know, mess with the security guys. And they work their way through. They get face to face. And you can, like, when Scorus sees Bo. It's almost like I just don't I don't quite understand the relationship. 
I do. I very much do. I mean, maybe I'm why, wrong. I mean, why? I mean, I know she, he's infatuated with her, and like he created orchestra because of her. But it's just a little weird. I don't think it's weird. I think it's a little. I think Scorus is very conflicted because even though Scorus had um, maybe the most to do with Nina's death. Even though he has to do with Danny's downfall in a way, and he's very brutal to some of these other subjects, I think Scorus very clearly, deeply, and authentically cares about Bo's well-being. And so he's very, very torn that he wants Bo to do well, he wants her to be safe. On some level, I think deep down, he wants her to go and leave and be with her dad, but he's also very driven for his career and what he wants and his influence, and so he's like... You know, I'd love to see that, but I can't let you do it. I have to bring you back, and there's no other option. And so he's got to be firm in that way. Mm-hmm. I think he feels he's scared of Danny. He kind of feels ambivalent towards the rest of these people with Well, powers. I don't think he's really scared of Danny yet. Well, he will be, yeah. Later so, he I will mean, be. He Soon. Very he's unsure about Danny. But I think like, with Bo. Like, hello, now do you see what Zoe was talking about? Scars? By the way, we didn't see Zoe yeah, by the way, we haven't seen Zoe That's why I had to bring her up, because, like, but the, but that's, that's what my, I thought watching. But that's my point about Scorus is, is Bo is kind of their first baby. Literally, because Nina had Bo right. at yeah. orchestra. So Bo is their first baby, and it's always something special about that. And even though he has all these career-driven motives and these influences and stuff, he still really wants her to be happy, so it's really tearing him apart. He'll always probably choose his career. Maybe not next week. I don't know what'll happen. You think he wants her to be happy i think he does i really I think, think he does. does i really think he does but the, it, you know her but, being but his com- version of her happiness right which or, isn't her being happy or I guess he's is worried sort of where i question or he's it. or he's worried about if she goes and does you know become happy and is happy doing her own thing will she out us will she hurt us will she do something to harm orchestra will something else negative it sounds happen? like she can't i mean it sounds like he pretty much has the government in his pocket at this point uh, and so i don't know if i go that far Especially after I think that. it's, yeah. Getting the, Tate he, exonerated and some of the things that he said. And I know, like Tate said, he's saying anything he can, but we already talked about, we've already seen the season, he point blank shot Channing and he didn't yeah. go to jail. on the streets in front of an, an agent and didn't even spend a moment in jail. In custody, yes. In jail, no. So he could probably get Tate exonerated. I, I 100% agree with that. If, because, because what Scorus wants, he gets typically, except when it comes to this and Bo. And so, yes, I think he genuinely wants her to come there and, and be happy. And I think he believes that she could be happiest there because she wouldn't have to run and she wouldn't have to do all these other things, but it's at the expense of her freedom in a sense. So it's mm-hmm. like, I'm not, I'm not running, but I also don't get that normal life because how is it normal to go live on a compound with a bunch of other telekinetic or special mm-hmm. people, you know, some of which are dying or some of which are, you know, being experiment. I mean, they're experimenting Absolutely. on, you know, what these different powers are and how they work and maybe how they work together. And so I think he loves Bo and I think it's because of any of them, he's, she has shown the most promise and I think that it's also because it was Nina's daughter. You know, it, there's sort of that sentimental connection to her. And I think he did have her best interest at heart until Nina did that final example, the positive example or however he worded it, uh, which is the one that killed her, that it's like, okay, now, like, because of that, all of these people have this expectation for me to deliver that wasn't there before because we hadn't created this expectation yet. Now the expectation has been created. It cost us Nina... And so Bo's our only chance, and it's that, you know, she has this ability that needs to be used, but I also have these expectations now that I've created and I have to fulfill. 
mm-hmm. or or else kind of a thing. My name, everything is sort of on the line. Like you said, he cares about his career. And so it just it was going to end badly. And I think it actually ended the best way that it could. Uh, I loved that he ended up being right about Winter. Not because I wanted Winter or Milton. Sorry, guys. Milton, Milton. to be... You know, I didn't want him to be at fault, and I love the way that they actually made it. He didn't do it. But he he didn't stop it from happening, and I like that he said, I don't know. Yeah, during the, the whole penthouse scene, Scourge really made me think, like, wait, like, what, you know, what was Milton, she has me saying Milton Winter. now, Winter's <laughs> involvement in this, because she, you know, uh, Scourge is like, is that what he told you? That I killed your foster parents? That I killed your mom? That I don't know. There was a third thing. Chan- that he shooting, did. Channing. shooting, Channing. Um, is that what he told you? Is that why you hate me? And he's like, "That's not true. I don't know why you said that." And he's like, "You know, let me tell you the truth." And for a second there, I'm like, "Wait, is what are what biggest Winter, twist ever? What if Winter <laughs> is this horrible person and he's just like playing the whole other side as a front? It it really made me question it for a, well, for a second. I, hey, listen, maybe Winter Definitely. is a horrible person, depending on how you look at what he did with Nina. You can make the case that. The person who performs the guilty act, whatever the act is, murder or what, you know, whatever you mm-hmm. want to say, just generally speaking, the person who performs the guilty act is bad enough and guilty enough. But the person who stands idly by and watches it happen when they have the power to stop it may actually be worse. You so, can say it. Well, I, I think would, we're on the same page. I don't know. I was just going to say that even if Winter tried to stop it, Scorus would have overridden. I don't think he could have stopped it. Hold on, hold on. No, 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 hold on. Remember, this is Winter and Scorus's relationship years ago before Bo was born. They were partners on this thing before Winter left. I think they were equal at that point when when Winter left and he went rogue, Scorus went rogue himself. I think if Winter really put his foot down, he could have done a lot more than he did. Because I think he would have if he thought that his opinion would have made a difference, which is why he says agreed, and you can see it in his face. face. There's all those generals, like, waiting for oh, this I, I test to happen. He's not going to let the, all those people down when he's told them. And, and because, but that's the point. He didn't agree and he knows well, he's guilty for, but, for sitting there and letting yes, it happen. Yes. And, but the other thing is, and I think that this was a valid point, and I like that they played it this way because it doesn't make Winter the bad guy. I mean, it's, it leaves it up for your own opinion right. and so everybody will have theirs on it. Let us know what yours is. Do you think that, you know, Milton sort of is on the verge of being one of the bad guys or if he's still he did the right thing? He is to me, thing? for sure. Not, not, not the worst guy, but he is a bad guy for, for sitting by when Here's he could have done thing. more stuff. He said but, he didn't know. And, and she may have, she may have, the same exact thing may have happened had she not done that in the same time frame. Yeah. And that's what kills him is because he doesn't know. He doesn't know if he actually enabled and basically led her to her deathbed or, you know, at the same time, if she was already showing signs of the degrade, it sounds like it still is unknown enough that at that point she'd already been pushed too far. And it was probably done in a way that they had no idea that they were pushing her too far. This is the first time they've ever seen this. So they don't, you know, it's like, it was just sort of one of those, like, there's it's just a lose-lose because and you- she's going to die now because she already got pushed too far. So she's going to die short of when she should regardless this just may or may not have been the catalyst it sounds like now with more research and having more people go through it they now know that yes that probably is what did it because the using of their abilities is a catalyst for the degrade which i loved in this episode too where 
they show the actual rash and the degrade had never actually been like a tangible right. thing. It was just sort of this word they used, which I like that they, you know, kind mm-hmm. of connected it to something where it was like, oh, like they actually have a way of measuring it. And it's like something you can see in, I hate, I don't want to call them subjects in the kids or in, in the, in the orchestra people. members. Yes. Um, but Ooh, that the- was a good pun. <laughs> <laughs> didn't even try um but back to winter real quick i think you know he has that guilt he you know whether you think he's responsible or not but he's tried to make up for it his whole life by but then that's okay that to me screams even more guilty if you were a little oh, bit of guilty he, no he, he 100 is guilt, guilt. I'm, but not that's what I'm, saying. Being guilty. That's, I'm talking about being a good or a bad guy but, oh, but that's what i'm saying that's why it's He's so much worse when he did that because, made a bad call but but it, and is making up for it but who cares if a good guy murders someone is he still a good guy if he makes a bad decision you know, I mean, these are big moral debates. But my point is with Winter, if Winter spent the last 10 years trying to make up for it, he knows in his heart how bad that was, was, how responsible he was, how guilty he was, and how awful it was to sit idly by. He is digging his own grave of guilt by making up for it for 10 years. You know, if he if he had done a little bit and washed his hands and said, I really couldn't have done anything. Scorus was in charge. I'm so sorry this happened, but I can't do anything. It had been one thing if Scorus was in charge. I think the but, guilt comes from the not knowing because he, he doesn't know sure, he if does. he could have stopped it or not. But, that's but he the knows thing. he didn't try. But that's the thing. That's the thing. Making but, it up for it for 10 years showcases to me just how awful. And I'm not saying he's the worst guy on the show, but just how bad he is. To have done something like that and then have to make up for it for 10 years and have to feel like he's almost kind of become a martyr of his own cause, of his mm-hmm. own situation here to make up for this horrible thing that he let happen. That's It's not evil to me, but it's pretty bad. But then Bo forgives him. Yeah, haven't well, you made Bo's a mistake a good person. before? <laughs> haven't you made a mistake before? Yeah. Does I that think... make you a bad person for the end of time? No, but it depends on the, on the, on the severity of the mistake. Causing a, causing a mother's death after the child is born is a bad mistake. But we don't know if he caused it. We don't know. It. That's the, that's I think the he's debate. done more good for Bo over the last 10 years than bad. Yes. So, okay, so, but if a, if a murderer, I love how we're talking about, like, the philosophy of war. <laughs> yeah, no, we're not talking about <laughs> no, no, We're not, not getting but, into but, it. But this is, but this is, this matters because this thing for Winter is, it just, he seems like such a, to me, he's always seemed like such a good guy. And tonight we learn about him, and it turns out he's not a great guy. And I think he's a pretty bad guy because he sat idly by. And so do 10 years of good deeds with Bo automatically make up for losing Bo's mother or sitting idly by and not doing anything to stop them from losing Bo's mother? These are questions I can't answer because I don't know. I, I'm just asking. I'm just throwing But, I mean, a good, I see your point, but... To my point, and I, and Courtney agree with me. He did. I don't think he could have stopped it. I agree with that. I disagree with that wholeheartedly, and that's where the crux of this argument is: is if he could have stopped it, which then, is what I believe, he's a bad. Then dude. he's a bad. If he dude. couldn't have stopped it, which is what you believe, he was helpless in the situation, and he's trying to make the most of it. Yes, right. that's where the crux is. So if you're he, at home and you're watching, he put himself in a position where he could change it. Tell us by, who you agree with here. Him. That's the thing. I mean, if you're, I mean, tell me if I'm wrong. If you're at home and you're watching this or listening to Bobby, this. Bobby, you're wrong. No, I'm talking about you. Them. J- oh, well. That's I'm going to go home and watch this and I'm going to yell, you're wrong. Oh, yeah, Every YouTube comment. I have a feeling Bobby's people are going to agree with me. Bobby's wrong. Bobby's wrong. I have a feeling people are going to agree with me. I don't know. You I, always think that. We'll and see. they always we'll do. See. They don't always. 
Well, 99% of the time. No, that's not true. But more importantly, <laughs> <laughs> let's move on. Let's talk about winter and Channing. Haven't we been talking about winter? No, but not with Channing <laughs> and what's going on with their storyline. And going, and this, ugh, I actually don't like talking about this because we see what winter does to that doctor. I know. His, yeah, oh boy. Hey, friend. what did winter do to that doctor? I know, what a segue for my point. <laughs> Goodness. He's, he's still doing it out of the goodness I, of his heart, okay? He's kidnapping someone for good. That was the first, that was the first thing <laughs> I was like, winter, like, you're kind of crossing the line here. Like, you don't. But he's up against the wall. Like, she is dying. She has an infection. There's still a hole in her stomach. But they're going to have to take her to a... They still end up and, having to take they, her to a hospital. So it's like, you don't get to play God in the sense of, and, for like, forcing... No, that was a key scene. And, and whether or not it speaks to Winter being a bad guy, it speaks to another personality trait of Winter, which is forcing and delineating what happens. And, and good leaders are going to have to lead when it gets tough. Right. But they're also going to have to know when to delegate to other people and i know it's weird to like delegate channing's wound to herself but the doctor was right when he was talking to winter saying you need to at the yeah. very least let her control her own destiny but didn't a little she bit. say i don't want to go i she don't want to i don't want to be in needed, prison the whole, my whole life that from her. but that was before the doctor it said was it but her. it's also it hadn't been put to her where it's like you go to a hospital or you die yeah when because winter wasn't knew. willing to well i she probably did but but Winter, but she knew if she didn't say it that I feel like that Winter would go maybe to some extreme, which maybe mm-hmm. that's on her a little bit too. I don't know. I mean, but it's also like, how do you expect somebody in the state that she's in to make rational decisions? Because, I, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, the way that things are set up in hospitals now, you have somebody that also has mm-hmm. the ability to make decisions on your behalf in those instances where you're not able to make them for yourself because of those, you know, because... With you're you're sick and dying and you know 105 degree temperature getting worse and worse. Which, how do you make the right decision? By the way, I am no doctor, so <laughs> I just play one on this show. 105 degree fever, not good, is like immediate death right there. Not I don't know good. what the number is, but when you start getting up over 101, 102, you're dying very. It only takes a couple degrees to die. I don't know if you can get to 105. It's not good. That may be. A writing, I watch a lot of Grey's Anatomy. 105 is not good. That may be a writing inconsistency. I don't know if you'd survive that long. The whole Channing thing is a writing inconsistency <laughs> because they're getting into a helicopter to go to this random hospital that they're going to be able to go to, and Channing is like walking and hopping into a helicopter when she has a hole in her stomach, and I'm just like, she would have to be on a gurney being carried. I don't get how she's okay sometimes and on her deathbed. The other time. Well, I, I will say when we were watching, when we were it's watching, true. This, what is no, in the water here today? <laughs> when we were, there is no water. When we were watching this, I said something about that. Now I don't remember what it is. But who's so the other about girl the on their team? Who's the girl? Leeds. Leeds is like helping. Like Channing has her arm around Leeds. I'm like, Leeds is not doing anything right now. So how is Channing walking? <laughs> When they were when Channing comes in and she's like, Bo, Bo, help me, you know, and the guys are sleeping. Yeah. And you know, it's like, how did she get so much work? Just like because an hour after she had surgery, she's like trotting around the, the space. Completely and now, of fine. course, it's like I don't know if she was trotting like, around or if she was. You know what I mean? She was like That's sitting up exaggerated. at a computer. Yeah. It's not. Not gonna happen. She, That's what I'm saying. She's tweeting or something. Some, at least. No, she was looking at the the pipelines for them. I know. 
Come on. Bottom Robert. line, Channing is either a hundred percent or like zero. Yeah, there's no there's no grade of in between with no. Channing, which is really weird. But so back to back to this inconsistency with her and the fever, though it speaks more to this idea that Winter, when we talk about him and Channing, still has no idea what to do. He knows to go get this doctor. He knows he's probably going to have to kidnap him, which he does. But even then, Winter is for somebody who is a leader and very. Um, one thing I noticed today, and we talk about it all. <clears throat> excuse me, we see it a lot, and we've never talked about it. Winter always refers to people as Mr. Tate, Miss Leeds, Miss Channing. He's Why very formal and professional. I think that's a conscious decision, obviously, by writers and by maybe the actor Delroy Lindo to be very professional, very upright. You, he's the leader. You are the leader. You are the oldest one there. Don't let that be lost on you either. You're the oldest one there, the most experienced one. You have to be a pro. You got to be, you know, straight up and down all the time while everybody else can kind of take gets emotional, chanting gets emotional, whatever. It this also is all makes great. them like like respect him. I think so. And like look up to him. But that's but that's the dichotomy. Everyone respects him. He's very, you know, um reverential almost in a weird huh? way. But guess what? He has no clue what he's doing. Well, it, still. He's reverential because he started orchestra. And you know, him and Scores obviously felt like it should go in very different directions, different enough that he left. And they respect him for I think having the ability and courage to do that not knowing what's going to happen because of it. And I think that's why we see so much in the season, that repetition and all of those, all of those kind of repeated stories, you know, same song, second verse kind of a thing. Because, and maybe, maybe that's to the fault of the show and maybe why we don't, we don't get a second season because they were trying to figure out kind of like the, the dynamic between these characters and how the dynamic was going to go and how this was going to evolve and they just spent too long making those decisions. And then they finally make a decision in this episode when Tate's like, or when Bo says, I want to go with my dad and doesn't get on the helicopter uh, with Winter. You finally get a, a major decision. And we only have one episode left. And he let her go. This and he yeah. called her dad. I mean, he didn't call it to her face, but again, we see the reference to, yeah. to dad. I and she said it two family. or three times. Yeah. yeah. This, I don't know if we've ever talked about this on air before. But this would have been so good as a miniseries. Like how True Detective came in and it was only X number of episodes and it's done. Believe would have been so good as like a five or six episode miniseries. Pack more in, be a little bit quicker, break down all these episodes a little bit different. And if this, what happened today, comes up in like episode four of a six episode miniseries, it's like, oh buddy, we're humming along right now Mm -hmm. and the end is near. But as a season that was going to get renewed, it was going to be too repetitive. And a season that gets canceled, which it is, is... A little depressing, you know, yeah. so it's like you can't win. A miniseries, I think, would have been... That has nothing I to agree. do with Channing. And, and going back to what you said about them buying the clothes mm-hmm. and, like, where did the money come from? The, well, the first thing I thought when she says, I'm not going with... Like, I'm going with my dad. I'm like, how are they going to pay for anything? <laughs> He's <laughs> Literally still, my first he thought. He's still a fugitive. <laughs> and I still... I mean, his face is on every wanted poster. Uh, I mean, I guess the news coverage has died down, obviously. One word, man. Mexico. All right. Well, I, I have I have a that. prediction about this, which we'll get to okay. after we talk about Danny. She freaks me like, out so much. Wait, Danny's scary? I kind of like her. Oh, my God. Don't I'm kidding. She's horrifying. Oh Don't even say that. <laughs> okay, first question about Danny. Because, Courtney, I asked you this in the viewing room. And, Kate, I will open this up to you sure. now. Danny is, what, four, five, six years older than Bo? Maybe even older than that? Bo's about 10. Danny looks 15, 16. 18, something yeah, like that. Yeah, 16 to 18. Okay. 
Why is a 16 to 8 year old so jealous? 16 to 8 year old? 18. 18. 16 to 18 year old. I just had to give you a hug. So so jealous jealous of a 10 year old. I know that the powers are here, so it's different in its orchestra, but it's just a weird idea to have. Go ahead. I think it's because. Yes, she's 18 years old, but I don't think she has the mental capacity of an 18-year-old. Agreed. I think still. her her men, her mentality or her mental state is stilted because she was abandoned her whole life and all of these things and not understanding these things that she can do and having no explanation and being an outcast her whole life. And I think it's just when when Scorus being the first person really in her life that she identifies with as somebody that's actually on her team and Mm -hmm. and believes in her and wants to help her, when there's someone else that he appreciates or values or, or like, brings in closer to his heart than you, you're going to be jealous. You know, when he's the only one you have, and clearly this bow girl, as she probably thinks Mm -hmm. of her... You know, has all these other people, and it's like, why, you know, why do you need me to go get her? And what's going to happen if I help you get her? What's going to happen to me? I think it's just sort of that survival mentality of having to always take care of herself and just that jealousy of, yeah, the one person that, that appreciates me and values me still values someone else more, and that person could jeopardize. I think she thinks Bo could jeopardize scores caring about her at all. Yeah, I think that you, we saw the like immense infatuation she had obsession. with Scorus right away. So we're talking daddy oh, oh. issues. Obsession with Scorus. I I would say obsession with Bo. But and their due to her obsession yeah. with Scorus, she became obsessed with Bo because, like you said, she stood in the way. Because, like you said, this is the first guy that came in and accepted for her for who she is. We all know she had a troubled childhood. Uh, we all know that she killed her brother if she did a mistake. Or intentionally, we don't know, but she's a little messed up. And Scorus kind of accepts her and, and gives her all these things, and she wants to, I don't know, make him proud or like, I don't know what it is, but she is not happy that she he loves Bo more. And yeah. she's going to do something about it. She's a little salty. And I, I think it's as simple as salty. that. I think why it's as simple as that is not simple at all, if that makes sense. It's as yeah. simple as just. The person, the one person that loves her loves someone else more. But the reason why that bothers her so much is very complex because of all of her issues, et cetera. Uh, the thing about her also that I, I want to point out that I, I actually liked was that she actually did trust Scorus. Like she actually opened up herself to him because we see when she gets the little sore on her arm, she goes to the infirmary. She reads the nurse's mind, reads the nurse's mind, and the nurse says it's you know it's not polite not to read polite. people without their permission. Uh, we know she read Zoe's mind. We know she read Channing's mind. And when she goes and asks asks Scores face to face about it, and he says the truth is I don't know. We've seen these things. She didn't read him. She left him alone. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until she she saw the other girl sitting outside and then get taken away that she kind of looked more into it and followed them into whatever that building was, like the the dye yeah, house. Creepy. I mean, Very yeah. creepy. But she, yeah, she caught him in a lie because she goes and sees all these people. They obviously know, maybe they don't know what the cause is or how to fix it, but they know what it is and they're trying to treat it and they've obviously set up this huge place dedicated to that. So she catches him in a lie and that's what hurts her the most. So she's like, wait, when... He's coming in through the gate, and she's waiting in the road. 
I thought something way worse was going to happen. Like there was going to be some crazy. Yeah, mind like, all she really did him. was like she just called him out. Yeah. yeah. And I think for the first time, and this is what made me think of Zoe, was because he, he, she, Danny gags Scorus so that he can't speak. Mm-hmm. That's her go-to move. Every, yeah. But that's when he got a taste of what Zoe her was talking evil. about. And, and I think hopefully, I mean, we probably won't see Zoe again, but hopefully for, for my peace of mind, it makes him realize it wasn't that Zoe was necessarily a complete traitor. As again, just a difference, like a creative difference or a difference in vision, mm-hmm. and and now Scorus is seeing what Zoe saw and why Zoe said the things she said, at least about Danny. Although, I don't know, like seeing you know the previews for next week or sorry, two weeks from now for the finale. I don't really. Where is Danny better off? It's almost like you can't really control her here, but can you keep her calm and somewhat mannered? I don't know you know what I mean? Yeah. In a place it's, like orchestra versus just along, like letting her loose to just The scary run thing about thing? Danny is as far along as she is with the degrade, it's over for her already. She's a walking corpse. She's gonna die very soon. So she has nothing to lose, which is scary because she can do whatever she wants to score us, what's the difference? And she can do whatever she wants to bow, who she already wants to harm, what's the difference? She's mm-hmm. dying anyways. So when you have you know, it's a wounded animal. The most dangerous animal is a wounded animal, and she's yeah. There, she's she's gone already. So she's going to take whoever she can with her. I think, and that's what's so scary about Danny is she was already you know kind of a sociopath. She's so scary already, and, that, yeah, and now, now she's like, well, I've, who cares? I have nothing to live for. My life was miserable before. I come to orchestra to look at these powers. Oh, guess what? My life's still miserable. I hate it here too, and I'm dying. I'm, Forget it. Yeah, I have nothing to lose. So then she walks out of the gate, and you know, I just like you know she's going for Bo, and absolutely, you, and scores calls. Now that Tate and Bo have left, Scores calls Winter saying, I need your help. Which, um, Scores doesn't know that Winter doesn't have Bo and Tate. Exactly. So do you think he's calling because he thinks Winter has Bo and that, like, mm-hmm. Bo's their only chance? And, like, legitimately. To warn her. And this is, and this is what I was talking about earlier with Scores and why there's some good in him about Bo and something authentic about Bo. He's calling Winter for help on Danny, aka, I need help on Danny because she's going for Bo and we need to save Bo. And while Scorus and Winter may have different goals at the end with saving Bo, the act of saving is a priority for both of them because they both care about her. Which is why I think, I don't think Scorus would ever call Milton for any other reason. I think, you know, that this is sort of the last straw and he knows that almost in a way, the only way to save or protect Bo is almost together. Kind of like, you know, now it's coming full circle Back to they're not going to work together on anything else, but at least to get. I I can tell you one thing they're going to work together on, and this is getting into prediction territory. But I think. Well, I mean, well, let's let's go into news and gossip first, and then we'll go into prediction. Okay. After Buzz TV News. We've only got one piece of news today. Very quick. I have a debate question. If you guys want to open it up to the audience later too, but we can do that at the end of the show. Are you going to open it up to us? Well, yeah, of course, but I'd like to, well, you're not going to be here in the last, for the series finale, so I guess we will open it up to us right now. But before we do that, let's get to the news. So, for the football fans among us, which includes me, I don't know if you two are football fans. I like football. What what football are we talking? NFL, like professional football. American football. football. Go Packers. 
All right, well... Go Chargers! The Super Bowl champion Seattle Seahawks. I'm glad you guys apparently don't care about this team. Marshawn Lynch, star running back for that team. He is starring in a new movie about his life that is slated to be released at the end of 2014. He grew up in a very tough neighborhood in Oakland, California. Beat the odds to make it as a professional football player. We've heard that story a lot for a lot of athletes, but apparently it's a very interesting story about Mm -hmm. what he overcame with violence and family issues and whatever. Why do I mention this? Yeah, well, why do you why? mention this? Winter, Milton Winter, your buddy on hey, Believe. The actor's name is Delroy Lindo. He is also from Oakland. He is playing a lead in that movie. Apparently, oh, he's nice. going to star with Lynch. I don't know if it's his father or a football coach or whatever it is, but he's going to play a lead in that movie. So, end of 2014, I didn't get a name on the movie yet. We'll see about that. Lynch, the football player, is also producing it. So, we'll see how good it turns out. But Lindo's got a connection with Oakland, so maybe it'll be pretty good. So nice. we That's never, exciting. Well, at least we know Milton's got somewhere to go. We never do any Milton Winter news, so I kind of wanted to do something. I looked yeah. up Delroy Lindo on IMDb. Guy's been working for like 30 years. He's yeah. Heck yeah. Great actor. So... He's you know. one of those where it's like you wouldn't remember him in anything, but he's in everything. I've until seen that guy before. Who is he? Yeah, yeah. But you don't know his name. Yeah. Exactly. Well, it's Delroy Lindo. So go watch everything else he's done, okay? <laughs> All right. My other what's thing, the, let's open this up to you guys. A little bit of gossip because as we know, as everybody who's watching this knows, Believe has been canceled. We're lucky it came back after its hiatus. To yeah, we are lucky to see these last few episodes. So this is a good thing. And the last episode, scheduling-wise, will be back two weeks from now, not next week. Uh panel question for you guys and we're going to open it up to the audience did believe deserve to be canceled do you want to weigh in since you won't be here i want to see the finale first Ooh, all right okay. you'll let, let us know I can your call, thoughts call in and we'll say. call in do call in but that's for you guys we'll recap it at the end of the show again but get on youtube and tell us in the comments or get on twitter yeah. We'll do our tweet Twitter handles at the end of the show. Did believe deserve to be canceled? I know a lot of people are going to say no, but like seriously, think about this deeply from more than just a fan perspective. Ratings or storyline, where were the shortcomings? Do you think it deserved to be canceled, or do you authentically, legitimately right. think it deserved a like, second? Like if season? you have an argument beyond because I like it, yeah. Well, what would that argument and be? And I know, like, is it believe fan clubs and stuff. Follow us on Twitter and tweet us all the time. Yeah, I want to hear from you guys. We love that. Yeah, yeah we that's love awesome. That. I know you're a fan of believe, but be honest with yourself and say, well, should it have been canceled or what could have it done? No, be it? honest with I'm Bobby. <laughs> well, no, be on, tweet me. I'm really interested to hear your opinions because Kate and I, if you call in in two weeks when you're out, the three of us are going to debate this on the show. That's going to be a big focus of our last uh, last episode. It is. All I right. just figured that I just heard that, but yeah, yeah. It is. It is. apparently that's scheduled for the <laughs> it's scheduled what, I think in two weeks. Debate. Wow. All right. Cool, guys. I guess I'll maybe do it. Myself. No, I have no, a good point. We're, we're not saying. I'm keeping it quiet. So next two weeks. I keep saying next week. That's two cool. weeks from now. Cool. All right. Well, any more news and gossip? No. Let's do predictions. All right. Predictions. And now you're after Buzz TV predictions. I'll start with one. I've got two, but my first one has to do with Winter and Scorus. And you mentioned, Courtney, that Winter and Scorus are probably never going to work on anything again together, and I agree. You're probably right. This bow idea with Danny is the biggest, and then they're going to go their separate ways or whatever. But what about Channing? Because Scorus has a lot of medical care where he is, and that helicopter's up in the air going somewhere right now. So if Winter and Channing want to stay safe, stay out of prison, stay out of trouble, what they're going to do is fly to orchestra, 
Scorus and Winter are going to develop a plan for how to get back at Danny. During that time, the doctors are going to work on Channing, operate, take the bullet out, whatever it is. She's going to, because it's believe, miraculously get better in like 15 seconds. Even and though they said she needs long-term exactly. care. And then she is going to she's going to kick butt with the rest of them when they go after Danny. Channing's going to be totally good by the end of the show, and she's going to be they very They have like involved. magic medical power. I do think that that helicopter ends up going to orchestra. Definitely. We've seen in I the do. past that they're really good about swapping. Like they had, Chan- they had Channing, we had Scorus. Let's do a little prisoner swap. So they're really good at exchanging what they yeah, need. Yeah, like whatever like mutually that. beneficial things. But to yeah. your point, with Danny and the degrade, she's going and she has nothing to lose. She's going to hurt Bo, try and kill Bo. I think she's going to degrade too quickly during this process that she's hopefully... Not hopefully. I feel bad for saying that. You you said it though. That is on it's record. On forever. record. <laughs> she dies before she could do any harm to Bo. And Be- I will further that and say I agree. They're going to orchestra. I agree that she's going after Bo. And I think that in that moment, because she's degrading too fast. I think that Bo saves her, and I think that becomes a turning point for Danny. I like that. Chills up my spine because because Bo is not a killer. No, definitely She's not, not a killer. You know what I mean? And and the only way to defeat Danny is to kill her or have her die from the degrade. We've never seen or any to, like, like turn her healing powers though, have we? Well, uh, healing no, physical I mean, or healing psychological. I mean, you need kind of both for what Danny's going through. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how. I you mean, I don't know the how the degrade really works. But. All right, well, stop putting. Holes in my prediction. I, have, I liked it though. I have one other. I prediction. I mean, she got light out of nowhere last That's episode. That's so true. So she's probably gonna be like, <laughs> and oh, there was like, oh, the mirror in the penthouse. Oh, I that know. was cool. Yeah, I, I just that. I thought that was really cool. I've got one other prediction. I was like, Where did they go? Okay, Courtney, stop. I already know you're gonna hate this. Oh, but Bo needs a mother. Tate needs a girlfriend. Who's around? Who's available to be his girlfriend? Simple answer. Don't say Channing. Agent Farrell. We already talked yeah, about you that. I know Agent she's, she's, she's not around. Where she's was she this back, whole episode? Because remember, when, when at the end of her episode on the subway, she says, I won't be quiet when the time comes. I think the time comes oh, in the series finale. Man. Agent Farrell shows up, and then Bo walks off into the sunset behind Agent Farrell and Tate holding hands, and Bo and Agent Farrell's daughter are hanging out as best friends. I know. Friends. I was I like, like, what happened with Sasha? I like them together. I don't hate that. Yeah, there you go. All right. All right. Well, we'll see. Thank you guys so much for watching and joining us. We have one last episode, so stay tuned for that. I am your host, Courtney Henderson, and I'm on Instagram and Twitter at C-O-U-H-E-N. Cohen? You can find me on Twitter at Kate Aquilano. And I'm on Twitter at Bobby DeMiro. That series finale is two weeks from now, not next week. Kate and I will be here. Courtney's going to call in. She's traveling. And remember, guys, hey, debate question on YouTube. Did Believe deserve to get canceled? We want to hear what you have to say, yay or nay. I'm torn. I know. Well, we'll see. All right. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Till next time. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 